Purple Heart Homes presents Putting the Pieces Back Together, a forum for veterans and the community to connect. Here are your hosts, veterans John Galena and Brad Borders. Well, hello. Oh, my gosh. That was I, so loud. I, are we? I, I, I was confused because gotta, it said. Well, go ahead. I've got to turn my volume down. Is this, <laughs> Why like, are you wearing my headphones? I have like 80. I don't know. I like wearing them. I, I feel like a professional when I've got them on. So. You know, all of our guests are in studio. If you I know. can see that all I know, the seats I still, are filled. I have to wear them. I have to wear them. But now <laughs> that I had the volume turned up all the way. I did have 80% hearing loss. Now I have 90. Oh, wow. That's uh, well, I, unfortunately, that's not going to be a VA claim there. That's, uh, oh, it's that. <laughs> Stop. Don't say that out loud. Oh, oh I'm right. sorry. The oh, VSO yeah, is listening. He right? probably is. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I hear that uh, he's one of our three listeners, right? Yeah, he's one of our three <laughs> listeners. We're up to three now, and we're all in the studio. So we'll do the uh, challenge again if you're uh, if you're on Facebook or you have friends on Facebook and you aren't listening. We're gonna if we can get to thirty-one listeners, we will surpass Sheriff Darren, Sheriff Darren Campbell's for all-time true. record for live, live Facebook listeners. That's right. Live now, Facebook now we listeners. get more listeners on on reviews. Oh, do we? I, I, oh, we, every time I look, we usually have a few more. Oh, uh, there but you go, Sheriff. I, I have. I, I think it's because you're so charismatic. <laughs> is that and what it is? Go back oh, and, uh, yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, we are missing a teammate today. Well. Unfortunately, uh, I, I don't know if you heard, Brad, but uh, we had to fire John. Yes, uh, John did get fired. I actually sent him a uh, a meme this morning of Michael G. Scott, <laughs> Michael Gary Scott, saying, "You are fired." That's right. right. Now, so, why did he get fired? It was um, he got fired for talking about the Marines. You that, remember? Oh, and right. Your, your, your wife, wife got mad, and Mandy no, Timberlake. No, 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 not my, my wife. It was your mama. Uh, it was, it was, we had complaints from two Marine mothers, not one, but two who Marine were the, who mothers. Who were the Marine mothers? Paul Cockrum's His mother also yeah, you don't made a complaint. And, uh, you know, have you ever, Mothers of America, when they, when they write in, the, the, everything shuts down. Oh yeah, yeah you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, so like moms against drunk driving. Uh, absolutely. Moms against talking bad about Does the Marines. Does anybody ever want to really mess with a mom? I no. Mean, especially no. a mad Marine mom. I mean, if they may raised a Marine, do you really want to deal with them? No, not really. Probably not. Yes. <laughs> not really. No, not at all. So, did, so John did get fired. So, yeah, yeah. we there may be a probationary period, well, and he's we'll serving talk about that right him coming now. back maybe uh, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. We will not tweets. be on next week because right. it'll be Thanksgiving and everybody will be giving thanks and, uh, you know, uh, stuff in their face full of good food. So Absolutely. So, so no that. guests next week, but we do have some wonderful guests this week. We do. And you are listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. You can find out more about us at phhusa.org, how we help veterans each and every day across this country and locally in our own community. Absolutely. Wow, you, you are sounding I'm a professional. professional these I'm days. A professional. Wow. And we do that here on WSIC. That's news talk now. Another $18 for me. From the oh, my gosh. Justin. <laughs> Justin, you can just credit my account with that. What don't we get to our bre- <laughs> our guests? Man, I was... <laughs> What? What? I'm going to be fired now. I was thinking about on? that turkey, and uh, <laughs> I told you this was your show. This is your this is your show. We have our <laughs> guests, your this guests right? <laughs> from uh, from Pedvac, and uh, that's uh, the P 
Piedmont <laughs> Veterans Assistance Council. You had a little like thought like you didn't know what it was there. For you know, minute, I really right? should know <laughs> what that is. You're and, on the board. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we have our executive director, Julie Zeichel. Dang. Say hello, Julie. Yep, Julie Zackel. Zackel. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm 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 uh, batting a thousand today. I don't know I'm batting a thousand. Oh man! Yeah, and a Major General James Mallory retired. 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 Oh, by, who, by the way, uh, was present and pinned my lieutenant bars on me at my commissioning service twenty years ago. Oh my gosh! Wow! Wow! Only twenty years ago. Anyways, and then I stole him back to go to Fort Jackson. That's right. Yeah, the rest is history. It's a, it's a great story. It's a great story. I got stuck at Fort Jack. I was I got stuck at Fort Hood, and I didn't know what to do. And they there was some unit trying to snatch me up to go somewhere. I didn't know what to do, so I called back home. I was in the 108th Division at the time, and the commanding general was James Mallory, and uh, he said, "Just hang on, I'll take care of it." Two hours later, an uh, E4 walked in the office and said. Is there a chaplain Borders here? And I was like, yes. He said, you got orders to get out of here, sir. Your plane leaves in two hours. And I was like, wow, that was fast. So, <laughs> I think they just wanted to get rid of you. I think, they so, I think so. When you have two stars on your collar, things can happen quickly. Just saying. Wow. Well, so, General, uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about what PVAC is? Well, you know, about uh, 10 years ago, uh, Pete Melitis, who's uh, a Korean War Marine vet, uh, discovered uh, a number of uh, homeless veterans in Iredell County. And he started doing some research and turned up uh, that there were uh, quite a few uh, veterans that were in need. And that just really offended him. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. and uh, so he, uh, as a uh, prior vet and also a uh, great community leader in Mooresville, uh, basically pulled together uh, some representatives from the different uh, veterans organizations like the American Legion and the uh, uh, Veterans Council and the Marine Corps League and uh, the Order of the Purple, uh, uh, Military Order of the Purple Heart. Uh, and uh, so he pulled us all together and, and said, uh, you know, this, this is not acceptable and we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So we started looking right then about uh, how, how can we impact that problem. And uh, we discovered relatively quickly thereafter that, well, there's more than just uh, a housing issue. It's a it's a food insecurity issue. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And it extends beyond veterans to their families. Yeah, and Pete was an incredible human being. Uh, passed away just a few years back. His wife, you know, left his wife Vivian um, behind. Vivian's uh, been involved with PVAC for the, since the beginning. And, uh, but Pete is actually, his picture is at the Marine Corps uh, Museum at Quantico, in, up in uh, D.C. in Quantico. Um, oh gosh, a, they took a that. picture of him. In the, in, he was in the Battle of the Chosin Reservoir, um, and there's a picture of him sitting on the front of a Jeep, and he's actually on, in the Marine Corps calendar that they put out one year. when, And it was like the, the temperatures were unreal, um, cold, uh, when, when that battle was happening. For and those who don't know, that was also referred to as the Frozen Chosen. That's exactly right, mm-hmm. the Frozen Chosen. That's exactly right. And Pete, yeah, Pete was an incredible human being. The fact that he survived that, the, that he came through on that, and then... 
and then not only that came back to to um, just become uh, an incredible developer uh, here in our community. But he had a heart for he had a heart for others. I, I knew Pete when I was just a, a wee lad, and uh, my is, dad introduced me to him, and my dad told me about him. So he's a legend. Is there anyone in this county that you don't know, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have to get the answer to that after our break, right, yeah. probably. <laughs> Uh, as as a <laughs> see, General Mowry, have you have you been? Uh, did you you just got elected as the chairman of the board? Is that correct? Uh, of the, uh, that's correct. Uh, okay. PVAC. I uh, swapped out being chairman of the Iowa County Board of Commissioners. And, that's uh, right. Is, yeah. uh, that's a better job for you. Uh, I like that job. We're going to hear a little bit more about that here yeah. uh, just right after our commercial break. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure that's going to be an interesting story. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. Outstanding. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together. We're presented by Purple Heart Homes. Uh, if you are listening out there, we've been talking to uh, uh, the officials from PVAC. That's the Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council. Wow, you sound like you're on like NPR or something. Well, I, I was I was told. Like, welcome back. Yeah. Well, during the break, I, very I was groovy sound. I was coming explaining from to jazz. We're going to be playing <laughs> jazz. Today. I've, I've apparently been uh, damaging the equipment here by talking to you. Were, uh, you were verbally accosted by our engineer Joe uh, from WSIC News Talk Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, evidently, your voice is so loud that it created a disturbance in the force. In the force. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And they felt it on Alderan. And uh, so, anyhow, well, there was a graph, and and I didn't even fit on the graph. No, you did not. No, you did not. And I have hearing loss to prove it. Off so. the charts. Yeah, it was off the charts. It's fantastic. Well, uh, why don't we get back to our guests? Why don't we do that? Yeah. We are here joined by our friends from the Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council, Julie and the General. That sounds really good. Wow. Yeah. We're a team. Yeah, yeah, it's a great team. So, Julie, battle buddies. Julie, uh, please tell us, tell, introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your family, and why in the world are you doing oh, gosh. this? Yeah. Um, well, my name is Julie Zackel. I'm the executive director for Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council, otherwise known as my favorite acronym, PVAC. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Ooh, that's and um, I was, uh, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan, just like Joe here. So, <laughs> like up, uh, Texas Rangers or no, New York like Rangers? No, like New York Rangers. Okay. I grew All up right. in upstate New York. I've moved down here uh, about maybe 30 years ago. And I think it was 10 years ago, right around this time, that I met Pete Miletus mm -hmm. and found out what he was doing and joined PVAC. And little did I know I was not only joining PVAC, I signed up to be on a steering committee. So okay. I, I went in, just tackled it, and uh, they asked me after about a year if I would be the secretary treasurer. Mm -hmm. And I took that on and... The rest is history, I guess. I don't know. We, we've <laughs> yeah. we, we've uh, worked really hard uh, making a comeback after Pete passed. It'll yeah, be sure. three years ago next Wednesday, next yeah. that's twenty first. Wow. wow. Yeah, and it's been it's been a long three years, and yeah, it has. you know I miss yeah. him a lot, and um, yeah. So um, w we definitely have had a, a 
tough road making a comeback from COVID mm-hmm. and uh, keeping PVAC above water, and I think we're headed in the right direction. And that is awesome. What's your connection to the veteran community other than meeting Pete? I mean, do you have, uh, are you a veteran? Do you have veterans in your family? No. Nope. My, uh, yeah, my dad was in the Navy, but that was like way before I was born. Right. And uh, my uncle was a lifetime in the Navy. So, so it was really just kind of your relationship with Pete when you met him. How did you, yeah. how did you meet Pete? So it's a, a long story, but I'll, I'll shorten it up. I uh, went through um, a tragic event in my life and I was going to uh, grief counseling. Hmm. I was going with a, uh, a counselor and a lay minister and so we would pray before and after the meetings and so at the end of one of the meetings we said our prayer I don't remember what the prayer was but when I came back the next week my lay minister said to me um, these words in our prayer were spoken by someone that I think you should call and she gave me Pete's number Hmm. and I was like why am I supposed to call him I mean (laughs) I don't get this but you know I had asked God to um, you know, what was the purpose of what I went through? Mm-hmm. And so that was what our prayer was about, was the answer to that, I guess. And so I meet Pete, and, um, you know, he just he, he just was like meeting an old friend. I yeah. mean, I wow. could just sit down and talk to him, and he was so involved with this, and, and his heart just became mine. Yeah. And I, I just felt everything that I did for PVAC, I was doing for Pete as well. Wow. So, and and what he wanted to do was to help veterans. He didn't want to yeah. see anyone suffer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, he took me under his wing. I think I've learned a lot from him, um, but um, I, I'm hoping I'm making a difference, right? Uh, I think you are. <laughs> you absolutely That's a super are. super cool story, yeah. man. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be... Uh, you should tell the long version of that, right? Because yeah. that, that, that should be told. The, you know? I, I told a little of it to James today. It's got, right. you know, this is the path God put me on, and he shows me all the way. That, yeah. that, that's super cool. That's, so tell everybody, what is the, uh, what's the mission of PVAC? Well, we uh, support struggling and homeless veterans. So mm-hmm. we do that by providing feeding, transport transportation and assisting with critical needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we only have two feeding programs, but we've had as many as five and we have served, I think last year we served about a thousand veterans in our feeding program. Wow. This year we're up to, I think we're at like about 1200 right now. Um, and out of that last year, the thousand, about 300 of them were widows of veterans. We, oh, no we treat that all the and same. That, that's such an underserved community. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we often talk about veterans and, and their service to the community. But, but when you serve as a, uh, a wife of, of someone that's in the military, I mean, you, you really are serving if they're serving and, and you're their spouse. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That lady over there knows that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it's definitely something that when it's a sacrifice. I talked to a, <clears throat> excuse me, I talked to a Vietnam veteran the other day, and I said, you know, thank you for your service and your sacrifice. And he said, I didn't fight in Vietnam. He said, you know, and I said, well, you still you sacrificed. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't get to sit with your wife mm-hmm. in, for dinner at night. Yeah, you know, right. so there is sacrifice even if you weren't in, yeah. in battle. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, time away. Right, yeah. gone for training, uh, yeah. you know, deployed or whatever. Yeah, and your family right? sacrifices as well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and time is a precious commodity as well. It is. You don't get any of it back. Right? It is not not any of it. Um, how does the um, um, general? How does the feeding program work? 
I mean, what does that what does that look like? The veterans out there right now is like, hey man, I'm I'm struggling. What what does it look like, and how do they get involved with that? Well, there are several feeding programs, mostly run by churches, mm-hmm. right. uh, that uh, we collaborate with. Okay. So, uh, if they identify a veteran that uses their services, uh, then we're able to compensate the uh, the feeding program at I the church. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, PVAC. Uh, is really designed to try to uh, uh, work in that little gray area between the services that government provides mm-hmm. but doesn't cover other things Correct. and nonprofits provide, but sometimes people don't know where to go. So yeah. oftentimes Julie will get uh, calls and uh, she'll be able to direct them to the right belly button to push yeah. to get uh, the uh, – resources uh, to address whatever their problem is or challenge. Uh, One of the great examples of that uh, at the end of the day was uh, when we uh, came together uh, to address what Pete's primary focus was, which was homelessness, and uh, be able to uh, work with uh, the Statesville Housing Authority, which uh, had a house uh, that could serve as a veterans transition Mm -hmm. home. Uh, but uh, they didn't know anything about running a transition home. Uh, Fifth Street Ministries, uh, because they run a shelter, were, uh, had the expertise to be able to administer a program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, PVAC had the ability to raise funds to you know, jumpstart the uh, entire process. So uh, separately... Uh, we couldn't have done anything yeah. uh, or, or were kept butting our heads up against the wall. But together, uh, we were able to get the, the synergy to uh, accomplish, uh, uh, you know, a place where veterans who have uh, been homeless uh, but don't want to be homeless. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. Can transition from uh, the Fifth Street Ministries to the transition home, get additional services, get jobs, and then transition on out to uh, the economy, or in some cases, uh, the uh, tiny ha- homes that are uh, built by uh, Purple Heart Homes now. Yeah, so, right. uh, yeah just another layer of independent yeah. living for them. Uh, it's been a great program. I mean, it, re- mm-hmm. and it really has. I, I can't remember. I mean, there's dozens of veterans that have come through the Veterans Transition Program at Fifth Street. I mean, I, I can't remember the exact number. It's about 80. Is it 80? Wow. wow Holy that, cow. I mean, that, a, and they don't stay there forever, right? It's the beautiful part about it. it like it's in, two years. It's, a, it's designed to be a transition period, but it's not so short term that it just creates more problems for people, right? right? It's it's long enough term, and they and they have they, they bring a lot of ancillary resources in mm-hmm. um, with um, learn, you know teaching, redoing job skills and, and connecting right. them with employment and then helping them find places to live outside of that. And it's Absolutely. really a great Now, program. one and service that PVAC does provide that uh, is an ongoing service, we, we don't collaborate with others other than, you know, having had some great supporters that have helped us out to obtain vans yep. mm-hmm. to be able to get uh, veterans who need to get to the uh, VA in Salisbury yep. uh, but don't have the means to do yep. so. And uh, so we have that free of 
free of charge. We have volunteers, and we need volunteers to help us uh, drive those vans yeah. back and forth to the VA. And there's a lot of I was of literally you- just at a veteran's house uh, on Tuesday. Um, our, our friend Bill Mullis, who was a veteran that Purple Heart Homes had helped a number of years ago, um, we built a ramp for him. Uh, and, um, and his wife at the time primarily used the ramp because she has MS. And then Bill had, has had a stroke now. And now he's permanently in a wheelchair for the rest of his life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, wonderful guys, the Vietnam veteran, 82nd Airborne guy. And um, he was talking about the struggles that he had in getting, uh, he had to, you know, figure out how to get to the VA. And I was like, do you guys know about PVAC? And we're like, what's that? And I was like, let me give you a phone number. So I gave him your phone number, Julie. Oh, good. So uh, they're going to be calling for because I was telling them about the vans and how you were able to do that. So uh, anyhow, hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about a special project of the week that just happened this week. And it's a great story. This week, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors that keep us on the air here at WSIC, which is that's fantastic. That's News Talk Now. That's another $18 news for me. Talk. You're not getting that money, bro. Another $18 for me. So we'll see you back here in just see a few minutes. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together with Brad Borders and... Uh, John Galena. No, no, oh. John Galena was fired. Oh, that's right. He did. He we, got fired. We may let him have uh, a preliminary... What's, what's the word I'm looking preliminary? for? Preliminary? No, not Probationary period. Probationary period in two weeks or so. Where he gets to come back. Yeah. yeah to, try out, to, to try out. To try out to see. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the veterans. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we're glad everybody's here. You are listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together. We got our friends from Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council here. Before we get back to them, I want to talk about the project of the week. Oh, yes, and please do tell. So, yesterday was a very special day in the Purple Heart Homes world. Um, the reason Purple Heart Homes exists because um, in, on November 15th of 2004, John Galena and Dale Beatty were blown up by an anti-tank mine in Iraq and mm-hmm. Dale was grievously injured and, and died and on the, on the, died on the plane and, and they brought him back and, and then, um, you know, came back to Statesville with no legs and, and our community pulled together and, uh, through, through John's leadership and, and built him, um, uh, an adaptive home. Right. And, and oh, really yes. that's, that's the, our community here in Ardell County in Statesville, the outpouring of support was the reason they wanted to recreate that for other veterans all across the country, and that's why we exist. And so um, yesterday, um, in, in, in line with that, yesterday we got a call uh, from a veteran in distress yesterday. And um, um, he's 76 years old, um, lives in Lenore, North Carolina, and um, had been, um, and his well was uh, not working. He had no water in his house. And uh, was in absolute distress. And through a conversation with him that I had with him on the phone, um, figured out that, and he told me, he, he plainly told me that he had attempted to take his own life um, a, a few weeks ago. So he was, he was really in a dark place. I mean, in a, a terribly, <laughs> terribly dark place. And unfortunately, we are not a, um, we're not a crisis uh, organization, right? We, we, can't, we can't just get somebody calls in and says, hey, I've got this broken we can't just I can't just call out to the warehouse and send a truck out and we're not an emergency repair organization. Right. We right? we plan ahead and we're we're yeah. trying to take care of things as they come in. And we got, budget and uh, Yeah, and we've got a thousand veterans waiting in line in the and pipeline. this guy's Absolutely. in the pipeline and this guy's calling and plus it's the end of the year and our funding is running low this time of year. 
because we've and, already allocated all those funds. Uh, yeah, and so I felt like helpless talking to this guy on the phone. He's obviously not, I can't just go over to his house immediately. And so what ended up happening was, as I asked him, I said, you know, we, we talked. I got him a place where, where he could at least talk. Uh, I said, and I said, sir, where do you, where do you live? He said, well, I live in Lenore. And as soon as he said, said Lenore, immediately, boom, a bell went off in my head. I was like, I got a friend in Hudson, which is like three miles from Lenore. So um, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going to call my friend, who's a pastor of uh, First Baptist in Hudson, a very large church up there. And I know a church that is reaching out in their community and doing things, right? And so the pastor's name is Mac Jarvis. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. And his wife, Lori, is one of Tammy's best friends in the whole world. And we just, uh, they've been fr- we've been friends with them for 30 years. So I called Mac, got him on the phone, and explained to him what was going on. And I said, hey, do you have men in your church that, that are good with their hands, work, perhaps? They know how to fix stuff like this. I said, uh, also, too, I need a veteran. I need a veteran I this guy just doesn't need this problem fixed. He needs a person. Right. He needs right? some, because he, he just came out of this dark time. Right. He needs somebody to be present with him. And Mac said, send me an email with all the details. Well, I did that, and I reached out to Mac today. Um, they got a veteran that's going to go out and see him. They got guys that know how to fix the problem, and their church is going to cover the expenses to fix the problem. Wow, that is so amazing. That's exactly why we do what we do, right? That, is not a, that was not a Purple Heart Homes project. That, that was not something that we're going we're gonna to go, hey, we helped that guy, but we helped that guy. Well, right? the general just called that uh, knowing what belly button to push. But, That's right. Uh, That's and, right. And I wrote that down because I thought that was just so clever. Well, but, our uh, theme for this year yeah. has been unconventional thinking, right? Absolutely. And then, and then that, that illustrates the, the way to be unconventional. Instead of just going, hey, I'm sorry, dude, uh, we're going to hey, put in an application and we'll put your name in a big long list. We had, because of where he was, because of people we knew, we had the resources not to directly impact it, but we had the resources to indirectly impact that and to bring to bear through through years of friendship and relationships with other people. And that's why relationships mm-hmm. are so critical. You know? Absolutely. So, um, I just thought that was a cool thing to say for the Project of the Week. This that, week. that is, a, a, that's a really amazing project and and that's exactly why uh you know purple heart homes partners with other organizations uh because we we can't do everything we got to come together as a community so if you want to help out veterans in your community uh with their housing needs go to phhusa.org uh we'd love to have you whether that's financially or physically um there's many ways to help um so please go go visit us there and talk and and speaking of organizations that are working with their community to help uh let's get back to pvac let's do that Yeah. yeah awesome so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have something? Did you have something teed up there? No, you just no, like, a, yeah, was, yeah, that, yeah. was that my turn? Is that my turn to talk? Or well, so no, I think we just <laughs> when people call PVAC, they talk to Julie. They do and absolutely. So she is uh, yeah. our clearinghouse <laughs> that that uh, uh, leverages all the different organizations that uh, we can refer people to if we can't take care of things in house. Uh, similar to what you just described. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. probably. Julie can best speak to some of the Yeah, I was going to say, do you have a particular, is there a particular story or a particular veteran that's come across, you know, your purview that that really meant a lot to you that you helped? Well, I talk to a lot of people that may not know what we do, but they Mm -hmm. just see it's veteran assistance, so they call me. Mm -hmm. And I 
just kind of direct them best I can to where maybe someone can help them. You know, I've sent right. a lot of people to oh, you yeah. guys yeah. and their veteran service officers, which, you know, are in every county. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't know that, which is um, important to yeah. know because they can help you out. I found out that if you want to change your bank account, if you want to switch banks, that you have to go through your veteran service officer. If you're direct deposit, right? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so, but, you know, you learn something new every day with them. So, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think I texted you when you were off uh, on reserves somewhere in Wisconsin, I think. I and think so. we had a veteran yep. that was suicidal, and yep. the police department knew that we did transportation, and yep. they tried to get a hold of us to transport this veteran. Yeah. And we got uh, Leon Imes uh, offered to come up and, and go and take care of it. And he said, you know, it was just this great conversation they had the whole way. And this is a man who was standing on the side of the road, you know, threatening to jump in front of the next truck that yeah, you know wow. and, and i'm sure that there's lots of help that we offer that you know is so helpful and not necessarily in saving lives but alleviating you know stress and insecurities and and giving people hope you know well i would say alleviating stress and giving mm-hmm. people hope is actually saving lives right uh, because um it is as issues go unresolved in people's lives the stress builds up like mm-hmm. like rocks in a rucksack and sometimes you get too much in there it becomes too heavy a burden to bear and they start looking for a way out absolutely and, and sometimes the way out is like i just want to end the pain Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I'm really proud of, of what you guys do. Um, I know that um, my friend Carl Johnson, his dad, Fuzzy, from Fuzzy's mm-hmm. Appliances, uh, passed away earlier this year and donated his van uh, to uh, PVAC. And we hope that that van has been um, a blessing to others because it was funny mm-hmm. when, when Carl, uh, after his dad died, Carl called me and said, um, hey, um, my dad really wanted to you know, help veterans. Uh, he said, can you find somebody to you, to give this van to? And I was like, man, we're going to give it a PVAC because then lots of veterans will right. benefit from that. And he was like, man, that would have made my dad so happy right? Uh, to know that m- multiple veterans um, mm-hmm. would be served by that. And so, hey, we're coming up on a break here. We got our last break before we end the show today. You're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together. And uh, we got our friends from Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council on. It's been a great show so far. John is not with us. He is no, on a no, secret he's, mission. He's been fired. He's been fired on and a secret uh, mission. Can he be on both? I don't know. He can be. Plausible deniability. That's it, sir. <laughs> That's it, sir. So, uh, hey, we'll be back here in just a couple minutes. Hang in there with us to the end of the show. we got more coming up on putting the pieces back together. On WSIC News Talk Now. <laughs> You're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We're with our guests from PVAC, and uh, we were just talking uh, about all the wonderful things they're doing there. Um, so, I don't know who... <laughs> Brad is just... He's cracking me up. Uh, I, I had a little goof earlier uh, as uh, I had uh, some... Uh, indigestion and just stopped in the middle of talking and and we discussed this during the break for those of y'all who want to hear more about that hey go go check it out uh, on our own on facebook hear later more about that. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't oh, want to hear mercy. more about yeah, that's that. Right. So uh, why don't we get to back to something more interesting, yes, which let's is do. 
so, do. so Julie, you were talking a little earlier about uh, the the driving program to mm-hmm. to get veterans to uh, to and fro. Um, the yeah. VA hospital. How exactly does that work for you? So we have four vehicles now. We keep three of them at Purple Heart Homes in the parking lot and one mm-hmm. down at Richard's Coffee Shop in their parking lot. And and that's in Mooresville. That is in Mooresville. And we have a coordinator, Rick Kaufman, and he sets up all the appointments. And he actually does a lot of the driving himself, him and Larry Nosker who is not driving for us right now. He just had some health issues, so he stepped back for a minute. But uh, last year we drove, I think, just about 100 veterans, 6,000 miles. Oh, my goodness. And this is, you know, not just to the VA in Salisbury. We go to Charlotte, Asheville, Winston-Salem, all around, wherever they need to go for their medical appointments. So I did some numbers uh, the other day, and I was looking, and we've done – can't remember how many veterans. It's well over 100. We have driven this year so far in 10 months over 16,000 miles oh transporting veterans. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, that I is, added it up a couple times. <laughs> that's, that's an insane amount. And, and, uh, and that's basically all falling on just a few people right it now. Is. Uh, it is. It is. So you have a huge need for volunteers. We definitely need drivers. Okay. That's for mm-hmm. sure. All right. So yeah. if you are listening um, and you want, you've got some time to give back. Uh, perhaps you're a retired a veteran, a veteran who's retired or, or uh, looking for a mission or a purpose, and you can drive a vehicle. What sort of qualifications you're looking for for some, uh, for a, a volunteer driver? So if you're going to do it regularly and we put you on the insurance, you got to have a clean license. Right. You can't you know. be like, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I did 175 miles yeah. an hour up I-77. And, right. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> good driver. Oh, oh wait, we can't Not talk about yet. that. I'll get fired, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So John Galena could not be one of your drivers. Yeah, what that's right. Neither him nor Paul Cocker. Nor, nor Paul Cocker. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. I don't okay. think I'm allowed to either, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but if you are a good driver, uh, right, so and, clean, and, yeah, clean and, driving record. Yeah, right? and and just being available. I mean, we try and get like a two week notice on appointments and such. We've been working with the veteran treatment court, trying to help yep. them out some. And what happens is when someone gets arrested, you don't know when and you don't know that you're going to get out the next day through the veteran treatment court. So we've been trying to work with that a little bit. So we do have people, as long as they have permission, they can uh, drive for us uh, on a last minute notice as well. So no kidding. Yeah. How many drivers do you have currently right now? I think we have three active drivers and and Rick Kaufman. If you had... X amount of drivers, that would be what you would need. How many would that be? I would love to see a, about eight at okay. least. So there's and a, there's and a lot I'd of like, room there. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to let Rick just do the scheduling and stuff. He's right. doing most of the driving. How do they uh, get in touch with, with uh, PVAC in order to become a driver? Well, they could call me at 664-0473, that's 704, um, or Rick Kaufman, and I don't have his phone number memorized, but um, Rick is the one that they contact, and I, I am ready and willing to give them his number when I have my phone in my All hand. Right. Let's, hear that, <laughs> let's hear that cell phone number. 704-664-0473. Okay. Could they also contact you on Facebook or any place like that? They can. Yeah, they can. Uh, we would prefer it to be a phone call because I'm just going to give him a phone number for Rick anyways, right? <laughs> right. So, Absolutely. And he's Got not going to do it on Facebook. So Okay. 
All right. So if you're interested in helping out Piedmont Veterans Assistance Council as a volunteer driver, you can contact Julie at her phone number one more time. 704-664-0473. So just give Julie a call and you can get signed up to do that. And so it's primarily taking veterans to uh, the VA, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps other doctor's appointments. Right. How far out do y'all go? We've gone as far as Asheville and okay. as far as, I don't think we've gone past Winston-Salem, okay. just about so there, and the Charlotte. the VA clinic in Charlotte mm-hmm. or, the, or, or Salisbury, remember there's, there used to be one in Hickory. Um, yep, we go to Hickory. Right? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep, and it could be, you know, there's specialists too, you know, that, right. that people get referred to. Does so. it have to be for a medical appointment? Is it, can it be it for something be, else? It could be for dental. Is that okay. Kind of, you know? yeah. but, um, but not and, like going to the movies. No. Yeah. And it's okay. not like, it's <laughs> second, not like. right? Because sometimes I need to Were you wanting to take them to Stripes? Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, and it's important, too, that our drivers will take them there and wait the whole oh, time. Yeah. So they're not dropping them off and, you know, call me when you're ready. They sit right. on site and wait oh, for awesome. them. Oh, wow. And, and a lot of times, um, you can ask John. John drove for us at one point, drove a veteran for us, and he took him John for John Galena did? Yeah. You let him do that? Oh, my no, gosh. We, oh. Okay. <laughs> but he took the guy for a haircut afterwards. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we have our drivers. They'll stop by and get some lunch or, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you can go like by Bojangles and get a biscuit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, it's and, really up to the discretion of the driver, as long as the right. main appointment is for the VA. Right. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. It's well, a good gosh. thing. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, do you guys have a website? We do. What's it, that website? It's PiedmontVAC.org. Okay. So, that's PiedmontVAC.org. You can go and check that out. That is super cool. And just <laughs> so you know, we've, we've got on our Facebook a few people already saying that they are interested in being drivers. Whoa. Awesome. Right now. Look at the power of radio and yeah, Facebook. No kidding. I that didn't realize people actually do listen to that show. So, <laughs> yeah. Chris Benson from uh, Troops Hall Junk. And, uh, oh, and Chris. We know Chris. Says her dad might uh, no, no, be no. interested. Who said that? So. Uh, Don Clark. He would have loved to have done he, that. Her dad He's, would have loved. He, he oh, would yeah. have loved. I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, uh, I, I'm going to let you do the rest of the show by yourself, Brad. I'll be under the table. I was getting ready to say, I mean, oh, uh, you know, Dawn is really close with us. And if you knew that her dad had come back, that would be, I mean, she would uh, love that. Yeah. We would all love that. Her dad was a wonderful uh, man. He was a patriot. Patriot. He used to wear red, white, and blue everything Did he really? on 4th of July. He had a, a Willis Jeep from World War II that his son Chip has now restored in Florida. And he also had a deuce and a half, like a truck. Like like, like a, a giant. A military deuce and a half. Big deuce and a half truck that they drove around in a parade in their in their neighborhood. Holy smokes. Yeah, Johnny Clark. He was a fantastic human being. Wow. That's that is amazing. Yeah, get Dawn to tell you about him sometime. I, I will. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She Absolutely. would love to tell you about him. He's fantastic. So, but hey, so I want to let everybody know. So yesterday was uh, John and Dale's alive day, right? And so if you don't know what an alive day is, if you go through a catastrophic incident where you almost die and don't, um, that's your alive day. And uh, so yeah. yesterday was 19 years that. Uh, we celebrated uh, the fact that uh, John and Dale did not die uh, in a horrible uh, incident of war um, in 2004. And so uh, today, um, John uh, put some stuff up on Facebook about uh, his thankfulness of uh, being alive. And uh, I think a lot of folks had commented on that. And so, uh, John, we just want to tell you, uh, if you're listening, uh, we want to tell you that we're glad you're alive and we're glad that Dale lived. And 
Um, and for those that don't know, Dale uh, Beatty passed away in February of 2018, and we sure miss that guy a lot. And so uh, we celebrate uh, um, both those guys on, on a live day every year on uh, November 15th. And so uh, uh, we love you guys. Yes, absolutely. We, we, we absolutely love you. And, uh, and we can't uh, say enough for, for this great organization that you've, you've helped create and the, your great. leadership and vision. Um, for for helping veterans. You got any, the, you got any extra buzzwords you want to throw in there? Like uh, <laughs> some buzzwords. Some what? buzzwords. Buzzwords. Yeah, you yeah. any fancy buzzwords. I, I, you know, I don't. I'm not very <laughs> articulate. Okay. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, I don't get. Well, I, we can't. I, I just noticed we were getting really too serious. Um, and we had to break. I had to break that. that to that's break fair. That. That's fair. We, yeah. you, you were supposed to bring it back to the funny at the end of the yeah. show, right? Uh, hey, we just got a couple minutes left. Uh, General, uh, any final words from you? Uh, thank you for being here, by the way, today. Thank you so much. Well, you know, Arnold County uh, and our surrounding counties uh, have a heart for our veterans. That's true. And our future soldiers, who are our future veterans, yeah, uh, pick up on that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, where uh, veterans are not upheld and supported uh, uh, the next generation looks and says oh, well uh, that's obviously not uh, a place where I want to invest my time mm. or sacrifice so uh, it's important for young, the next generation to see how we take care of those we don't leave a fallen comrade and uh, at the end of the day uh, Idle County uh, produces uh, Three times the number of yeah. uh, enlistments that on uh, that beat the national average. That is so wow. amazing uh, that that we we have such a heart for service. Hey, you've been listening to putting the pieces back together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. Thank you for everyone listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We got a lot to be thankful for. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, brought to you by Purple Heart Homes. Please consider making a donation to this worthwhile cause dedicated to improving the lives of veterans one home at a time by visiting purpleheartholmesusa.org. Join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. for Putting the Pieces Back Together on WSIC News Talk Now.